This time I'd like to welcome Abby Etherton to come. She has been serving on mission in Vancouver for the past six weeks, and she's going to come share a little bit about it. So please welcome Abby Etherton this morning. Hello, um, I'm Abby Etherton, as Calvin already said, and I'm just here to talk about my time in Vancouver. Um, I went to the British Columbia for six weeks this summer. Um, I left in May and got back last Saturday, so I'm still getting used to the heat. <laughs> um, but it was definitely a very monumental um, moment in my life um, as far as the time that I spent there and what God did in me and what God can do through me. And so um, the British Columbia and Vancouver and specifically is a very diverse area and only one in 200 people there um, profess to be a Christian. And of our association there, the West Coast Baptist Association, there's a only 83 churches for about 3 million people, and there's eight church buildings for all those churches. So it's definitely an area in dire need of Christianity and Jesus, specifically. Um, while I was there, I mainly focused on talking to girls and who people who had already said that they were Christians, and I spent a lot of time discipling them because the best way to reach a post-Christian society is to... Um, is through the people that are already in that society. And so if we're making disciples who make disciples who make disciples and so on, we start a chain reaction that like just could bring a revival for Jesus. And so while I was there, over the course of time, I repeatedly saw God taking plans that I had made and showing me that those plans don't exactly matter and it's what he has in store for me. And so like I go there and I think I'm going to do this and this and this and none of that really happens, but God had better things for me. And through that, I met people and talked to girls that I wasn't exactly looking for when I went there, but they were wanting and hungry for God and for learning more about his word. And so I'm really praying that I was able to impact them to um, continue pursuing that, that desire. Um, one particular moment that I remember while I was there was the pastor I was working with spoke at a church, and after his sermon, he'd had me answer a couple of questions at the beginning about myself and what I was doing there. And after his sermon, a lady came up to me, and like she was like 60 or so years old, um, very nice, but she came up and she asked me if she could talk to me about more, if we could get lunch, and I was like, yes, like, I have all the time in the world, please fill my time, and so we went out for lunch, and one thing led to another, and like, we just kept talking, and I realized like, she needs Jesus, and it just worked out, and she accepted Christ that day, and it was... <laughs> It was through the prayers that I was praying and Conrad, the pastor I was working with, was praying and everyone here who prayed that God would do something only God could do that that happened. And I just, it was great to see those prayers come to fruition. And so as we continue to think about Vancouver and other post-Christian societies like it, the biggest thing that we can pray for is that God would raise up disciples there that would go out and make disciples because they're the ones that are going to reach their communities best but also for the pastors and the families there who, um, they're tired. They put a lot of work in and a lot of effort, and they go to church, and sometimes there's eight people, and sometimes it's their family. And praying that their efforts would show fruit and that they would not lose courage and become worn and, yeah, just that they would 
keep the keep the battle going. So um, just continue to play, pray for Vancouver.